0: Went out one night for to make a little round rand in the little city and I shot her down. Went back home and I got in my bed of forty-four smokeless under my head.
1: When we commissioned Paul, we knew that he was going to base the piece on um on uh, folk music because that's what he does. He lives in in both of these worlds and and, um, crosses between them very seamlessly. Um, But we didn't know he was going to pick Little Sadie and we didn't know that it was, and I myself didn't know what a murder ballad is, even though I, I listened to a lot of old time music. As a result of working on the piece, part of my interest was to figure out, well, why do we do that? You know, why? Why would we create a song about an act so uh, atrocious?
2: It is baffling, but I've never heard a, an explanation that I could really accept.
1: For myself, I would not want us. Sometimes, because these songs are old, we we uh, it's easy to lose the connection that they describe something that at one point might have been very true and that affected people who were were alive. I guess for myself, in performing these, I would not want us to lose that. To also listen to it and be shocked and also sorrowful at what took place. Woke up the
0: next morning about half past nine. The hacks and the buggies all standing in a line. Gents and the gamblers all standing around, carrying little Sadie to her burying ground. Slow they overtook me in Jericho. Standing on the corner just reading the bill, when up stepped the sheriff from Thomasville. He said, Young man, ain't your name Brown. Remember that night you shot Sadie
2: down. Forty-four Smokeless. It's a new music adaptation of the American murder ballad Little Sadie and performed by Zeitgeist New Music and available at ZeitgeistNewMusic.org. The composer is Paul Elwood. And Paul, you have a lot of formal training in your background, but eventually you got back to the informal music, the American old time music.
3: I ended up going and doing my doctorate at Buffalo with Charles Wernon, and um, who, uh, you know, in the 1960s, he was like the serialist, American serialist. And it's basically 12-tone music, right? After I was through doing a fairly intensive amount of work on that, I also realized I needed to write myself out of that. I find the evolution of a composer or artist to be not so quick, though. I started basing Um, my music on folk songs, okay? Yet you wouldn't know it. It was all kind of buried in the atonal construction of the piece until finally I wrote a piece for orchestra which really could fit very well into a Pops concert (laughs) uh, based on old Joe Clark because that was a song that I had played when I was fairly young.
2: What's your compositional method when you're working from a folk music source?
3: The thing is... When I, when, I, when, I, when I write music based on folk music, I basically just grab the tune that's in my head. Um, and Little Sadie is something that just kind of popped into my head as I was composing this piece. And I thought, yeah, that's the piece, I wanna, that's the tune I wanna base this on. And uh, because it's a song I'd known all my life, so much I feel like of artistic output is autobiographical. So if I use a song that I am very well familiar with, and that's a good thing. On the other hand, I was—I had a commission to fulfill within one week, God help me, once, and I was sitting in a bar knowing I needed to get started, and they were playing an old-time Appalachian tune that I was familiar with. And I, I asked the bartender to play it two or three more times so I could write it out. And then I started writing the piece that a week later got me a fellowship.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I said, yes sir, my name is Lee, and I murdered little Sadie in the first degree first degree and the second degree. If you have any papers, won't you read them to me? They took me downtown all dressed in black to put me on the train and started me back. Crammed me back in that Thomasville jail and I had no money for to make my bed.
2: little of 44 Smokeless, the Paul Elwood composition and performed by Zeitgeist New Music Ensemble. Uh, Let's bring Heather Barringer back here, and she is the percussionist of the Zeitgeist New Music Ensemble. Playing something from American old-time tradition is a little bit out of your usual. Uh, How are the players responding to this song?
1: This piece is really engaging and very fun to listen to, but it's also really delightful to play. It has um, for for us as instrumentalists. It has um, it it um, it's virtuosic. It's difficult and it's it's hard. For not only for each one of us individually to be able to execute our parts uh, flawlessly, but it's also a challenge to be able to play this piece together. It gives us something really, really substantial to tangle with.
2: What do you think of the clarinet and banjo playing together? I
1: don't Know if that happens um, very frequently that you have a banjo and clarinet duet, but this is one of my favorite moments of of the entire work. It features um, our uh, Zeitgeist clarinetist Pat O'Keefe, who is is a, just an, a, a remarkable musician, um, playing a, a duet with uh, with Paul Elwood, and um, in it the music slows down a little bit, and it allows um, Pat's melodic line to just soar um, in tandem with with the banjo it's a stunning moment
2: Zeitgeist New Music Ensemble production of Paul Elwood's 44 Smokeless is available at zeitgeistnewmusic.org. This program is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Phil Nussbaum speaking.